HawkFanatic.com. This segment brought to you by Patrick Eads and everyone at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Steve Anderson, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for cars. GT Car, his crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling, doing great work. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROSE. Big Dog Internet, Solar, Satellite, they do it all. Don't call an 800 number. Call Big Dog. Call Kevin and his crew. A Premier Dish Authorized Retailer, 338-6600. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. And Cowboy Lawn Care. From hawkfanatic.com, here's Pat Hardy. Morning, Pat. Morning. Captain Steve on the on the control board as always. Suterman as uh, doing whatever it is that I do. Yeah. Whatever it is. So big sports weekend, huh? Well, yeah, huge. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. You got ninety minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, I have no guests today. Well, I was hoping we would maybe get um, Akron. Well, he, we tried. Yeah, you guys all did. And when he announced that he was telling, then then you saw later he decided he's not doing interviews now. Well, you didn't realize that. He, I didn't know, but I why, didn't. why did he change his mind, I, I wonder? I don't know. He says he wants to do something. Uh, here, let me. Um, did you guys see? Did he, I guess he tweeted something or uh, so, or maybe it was Rob that tweeted his tweet saying that he would rather do something with a Zoom with his teammates or something. I, I don't know. Okay. I, I think he's full of crap, to be quite uh, uh, honest. Well, could be. I mean, I my stand on this is I think some unpleasant things happened to him here. I, I, and I think there was a lot of racist, demeaning crap that was going on here as part of the culture. I, but that I'm, must be have some truth to it. But yes. I do worry that that message is getting lost in um, maybe some counter alternative or narrative that's trying to be pursued. That's my only concern. Yeah, and the, the independent council thing—they need to to get their findings soon. It would be nice to know who this advisory board is, too. So much for learning that the next week. I've heard yeah. they're having, that's just not as easy to, I think they're having trouble agreeing on which 11 are going to serve on it, would be my guess, yeah. what I'm hearing. I have heard that, that they're just having trouble coming up with a 11 that meets everybody's satisfaction. Well, you're never going to please everybody. We all know that. Now I need you up a little bit. No, but I do think they need okay. to have some people that have been vocal about their issues they had here on that advisory board, or it's not going to... Or else if it's a bunch no point. Of, if it's a bunch of yes-men or apologists, it's not going to... It's not going to do anything. And do you think it needs to be all black? Um, I think it is going to be. I mean... It needs to be 9 of 11 black or... or yeah. I mean, I mean I, 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 maybe you should have... This is a minor... Uh, Caucasian. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, participation. I'm assuming, I don't know. I'm assuming it's going to be all black. I mean, that's kind of the way it was presented, and so we'll see. I mean, but it can't just be a bunch of blacks who have shown support for Kirk Ferentz. Um, no, it's got to no. be. I think in order for it to be legitimate, it's got to be some people that are, are pissed. Oh yeah, absolutely. And some people that think changes need to be made for it to be looked at as a credible 
advisory board. So we'll see. I don't know that it needs to be any of Robert T. Green's. No, speech. I'm not saying. Yeah, I don't. I mean, today I guess Marcel Jolly released a. Uh, he was the one who released something today. I've not read it. Yeah. Jonathan Parker released one. That was like that was Thursday or Friday. That right? was the previous one. I guess they didn't do anything over the holiday, but then I guess Marcel Jolly has released one today, and I, my I assume it's more of the same. I'll give it. A, I'll read it maybe during the break or what have you. But I think that seems to be the mo for now. Until this review comes out, they're going to keep releasing these statements in which players say that they were treated poorly here. Yeah. And that's just it. Just adds to the adds to the growing list. Yeah. Well, it just adds to this narrative and to this perception that you know. And just adds to this list of unhappy former black players. Yeah. There's a lot of unhappy former black players walking around this country right now. That's, that's unfortunate. Uh, it, it is. And, uh, you know, I expected to hear a lot of similar things coming from other, from other schools, and there just hasn't there been. There just that. has not been. That's uh-uh. been the weird thing about it. There, there's been a few little rumblings, but nothing organized. Mm-mm. But there also wasn't a 21-year-old head coach and a 20-year, one-year Iowa had a special ingredient. They had a special mm-hmm. setup here, and I think it went from being a strength to something that was festering below as a weakness in some ways, and it finally came out. Yeah, Iowa had a strange dynamic here. You just don't have a strength coach stay for 21 years and become such a powerful force, and almost like a it was it was Kirk's team, Doyle's weight room. They they were the two parts of mm-hmm. Iowa football that we all acknowledge. Doyle was making eight hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean. I mean, it was, it was obvious good. he was good at what he did in a lot of ways, but obviously he wasn't good in some ways that we're finding out now. When you have that many unhappy players, that's part, I, of, your, yeah. it's part of your job performance. So, but the fact that Wadley didn't respond to Steve right away, that's when I'm like, this, something just doesn't. This I, doesn't. I'm just not, uh, I mean, I'm, here's the problem I got. Uh, okay, I've extended, I extended to Green, I, I extended to him. Uh, now I'm I am done with, with them because uh, the way I'm reading it, uh, I want this thing to be handled fair. I want the advisory commission, whatever it decides, it decides. Okay, mm-hmm. we don't have any. I, uh, until then, I don't want it to look like the station is out to push a narrative because I believe that uh, Wadley's out to push the narrative that. Uh, Ference and everyone has to go, and I don't know that I I am torn personally because uh, I am somewhat a little bit personally involved with Mary and have uh, a lot of respect for her and and coach, uh, and I'm not going to have the station look like it's pushing their narrative. Pushing I, I wanted Robert to, T. Green's narrative. Yeah. I no, but in it. fairness, you gave them both a chance to be on. That's right. So, yeah, yeah they can't accuse you, you know. I mean, yeah, but I'm not going to go. I'm not. Listen, there are 40 people that I believe, and I believe Black Lives Matter, and, and I'm off. There's 40 people that I believe, and they they are not happy. And I, But this Akron Wadley narrative, I'm not buying. He, he did not, he had a chance. He got in the NFL. He had a chance to make it. He didn't make it. That has nothing freaking to do with how he was treated or uh, uh, Ference or anything like that. I I look at this, uh, it, it smells to me with Green and with him as a money grab. And that's what it smells like to me. And, and well, and that's that, your that, Yeah, but your the, 40, the 40 
other people, you know, I can buy what they say. Uh, and uh, some of them say that the uh, coach was great and some of them don't like it. And okay, it, it'll be decided. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm not, I'm not, and Wadley yesterday uh, going on, first you got Green pushing and then all of a sudden Wadley comes out and he's going to go and he wants the media. And then all, you know, and it tells Channel 13. Yeah, I'll, I'll get together with you. Private message. I also private messaged him. Yeah. Um, I, no, I. It's I just, private messaged him and. So you think he was singling guy. us out? No, 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 no. I think that he's full of crap. I, I don't think he ever intended to go on. I don't know that he'll go on. Now is he going on with Rob? No, on his no, podcast? he canceled the thing for okay, Tuesday. Okay. Well, then you know, then screw Some, it. Something's up. Yeah. Now, and I will say a podcast is different than going on live radio. Yes, I yeah. agree. I agree with you. I agree. But, you know, you shouldn't come out with a tweet saying, hey, bring it on. I'm ready to talk. I am ready yeah. to talk and then cancel. And then, the, then the biggest radio station in Iowa City asks you to come on and you ignore, not even respond. No. I was thinking he might say, well, you know, um, I, I'm going to talk to Rob on Tuesday and then we'll see about doing other interviews after that, but the fact that he didn't respond to any of you guys. I mean, just, Green well, at least responded. I yeah. thought, I thought at first that, okay, well, Rob works for KGM, so <clears throat> maybe he's holding out and for that, And KGM. that's fine if that's a well, good and, and if that, Yeah, I didn't have a problem no, with that. I, I get that. They've already had Wadley's mom yeah. on, though. I mean, no, I, and I get that. Uh, so, I mean. Just but, tell us, though. But then yeah, to pull the rug out from under Rob when Rob's on there going, hey, I'm going to have him on and then going to be on the podcast. And then he pulls the rug it out d from It Rob. makes us all look bad, I think. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> if you're going to do something, do it. If you set up an interview, have your interview. Yeah, it, this is, it's, I, I just think that we just walk away from this. From oh, this. that's fine. No, yeah. I won't. We won't. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. If I he, agree. If he does interviews like on two, if he ends up doing so, you guys don't, that's don't fine. I don't really need it for Hawk Fanatic either. I mean, I've already mentioned, I've already written about it in multiple columns about what he has said. And you, I think you've exhausted. I, I mean, well, we've offered him both chances to come on. I mean, this is now three shows that basically we've been impacted without being able to get guests because we've been thinking that we we're going to have. That's right. One of them on, and I'm now starting to get a little pissed by it. I mean, it's just, yeah, you know, this is three shows now where we haven't, where I've been hesitant to try to get other guests because I kept thinking, well, I don't want to schedule someone. Then they say, yeah, we're going to be on it, and so well, I'm I done. So we we'll had, turn the page. Yeah, we had a good representation, and we can get a, another rep, you know, more uh, if if that's possible. I mean, we'd love but, to have James Daniels on. Yeah, or, but I mean, I don't. people yeah. like people like. And I believe, again, there's 40 people out there that can't all be, you know, lying. No, and, no, and to be honest, I don't, I don't want to talk to all 40. I mean, at some point, the no. narrative even gets a little redundant. Yeah. Greg Maven, I thought, was great. Yeah. James Daniels, I've reached out. I've had multiple conversations with his brother. And he said on that washed-up thing um, that he wasn't going to be doing any other interview. That's fine. I mean, yeah. you know, it's yeah. not like James Daniels has been out there trying to disrupt things, and he tweeted one or two things, and boom, then he's been moved on. And hopefully he's having constructive conversation. To me, James Daniels should be on the advisory board. You agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would think in a heartbeat that James Daniels should be on the advisory board. I mean, we wouldn't be having these discussions if, if he hadn't. I personally think Jaleel Johnson should be on. Jaleel yeah. Johnson I, um, is upset, and maybe he didn't. Maybe he 
did show up with his shoes untied and did little things to get on the nerves of the coaches. But to me, Jill Johnson, somebody should be on there. Yeah. I think Adrian Claiborne, you see his? I did. I loved his. He basically just said that he treated Doyle and Kaczynski like dickheads because that's how they treated him. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was, that was great. I thought that was great. He didn't hesitate. He didn't even bother to capitalize his eyes. He's like, listen, I don't like doing this stuff. I'm not a talker. I'm going to give you this. Only because one of his other teammates had called him out for not talking. Saying I mean, because he was an institution at Iowa. Yeah, I mean, I see that. But I also think if some guys aren't comfortable talking, I don't think you should f- try to force him into guilt him into talking either. But he finally did. And I thought what he said was I'd, very telling. Yep. Yeah, no, I get it, and I get what, you know, and I and I'll and I buy it, but I'm not this Wadley and Green. Oh, I'm with you on this one. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. No, it's just it's just too much. I mean, it's just. Yeah. I mean, that was just not a good look coming out yesterday saying, "Hey, come at me, I'm I'm Mr. Transparent." And then an hour later, you're not. You've decided you're not doing. It. I mean, what happened? I mean, what happened during? I don't know. Anybody's guess. I mean, what do you guys think happened? Um, that a bunch of people reached out to him, and he realized, "Oh, Christ, maybe I'm possibly. Not. Maybe he had uh, some legal advice from somebody saying, look, 'Look, you're not gonna help your cause.' Yeah, yeah, mommy. Well, mom's already been on KGM. She's on for I. I, I know, but I, I didn't listen to it. But, but I've heard mom she was might on. have told her told him to shut up. Yeah, mom's a, a little bossy. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that. Well, I mean, mom's also upset. Yeah. Well, I, and I get and I get that, but but no, it was just a weird. I just thought that was a weird development yesterday. And I, I, I don't have any. In all any the years idea. we've done this, I don't think have we ever been turned other than the cow sills. <laughs> Seriously. No. Akram Wadley, Robert no. T. Green, and the cow sills. <laughs> That's our big three. Okay. I, I mean, I don't, who, I don't know what else to who say. Who would you rather talk to? Of those three? <laughs> yeah. Right now? The cow sills. Probably the cow sills. Yeah. I'm, I'm uh, you know. A little music, you know, during the pandemic perks things up a little. What song would you want? Hair? God. Sure. Yeah. That'd be great. You like hair? I did at the time. It's, I didn't mind it. It's a, little, it's a little dated now. Yeah. Like yeah a little. I just thought it was stupid. And I liked the idea of them all taking off their clothes at the end of the play. That's I don't remember that. I thought oh, that the was cow cool. sills didn't take off their clothes. No, they didn't. Imagine <laughs> if they did now. Cow shills. Hey, are they going to look any worse than me taking off my clothes? I'm trying to think, though. Those are the three that we've... Yeah, I can't. Even even uh, Colin Hay went on with us. He didn't yeah. want to. No, he didn't. <laughs> Same he was thing a dick. Pat Oswald. Pat Oswald didn't want to, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> but I had a feeling, though, when you reached out to him yesterday, Captain, that it was going to be a. I, I didn't think he was going to respond for some reason. I don't know. I, I. It just is so. It was weird. Okay, now I'm fixated on. Oh, so Rob comes out. Rob evidently has a deal with them. Or felt he had a really deal with him, and he comes out and he's putting his ass on the line for the guy. Yeah. And then the guy screws him. Yeah, I didn't and even about it you that know, way. I mean, yeah, C- Catherine's just... a Facebook friend of mine, and I, I guess people have really been ripping on Rob, Her? ripping on Rob. See, uh, well, I mean, they've been ripping on Rob's kid. 
Yeah, I yeah, heard that's that. just a bunch I mean, of that is a bunch it's of just crap. a bunch of crap. I mean, his kid's fourteen years old and he's a climate activist, and people rip him because I mean, you know, I mean, because the, the kid is involved in something. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I, it's just ridiculous. And basically, the only thing Rob has done is post other people's work. Mm-hmm. He's made it one stop shopping. He's posted all these players so you can. Re- it's and he wrote like one column saying, "Hey, Iowa, this is serious. You got to do something." That was a long. That's all he's done. And so he's you just, know, don't shoot the messenger. That's was a classic case of this. He's just compiling information. That's what journalists are supposed to do. Well, it just makes. I mean. Well, and they're mad. But that, that's just ridiculous to tell him he's going to do his uh, podcast and everything, and then and back then, out. Yeah, and then back out and say, "Well, come at me, ask me anything." You know what a bunch of garbage. Well, and people are. I know a lot of fans because there's a lot of parent supporters out there who are hurt and angry right now. They've they feel like only one side of the story is being told, and yeah, you're right. One side of the story is all that's being told because well, Iowa I'm, can't I'm tell its side right now. Yeah. They're under. They can't say anything right now. Uh-uh. There's nothing we can do. I mean, we can, Kirk Ferentz isn't going to come on here right now. Brian Ferentz isn't going to come on here right now. Broderick Benz. I mean, the assistant coaches are doing radio, I believe, with the Des Moines station. They've got some deal worked out and whatever. But to be honest with you, I mean, uh, there's only one or two assistant coaches I would want on the radio right now, and that'd be Seth Wallace and Brian Ferentz. No disrespect to the others, but I don't really care. what I'd want to have them on right now. Mm-hmm. And they can't talk because they're being investigated. I get it. I get it. So we're just going to have to wait. We're going to have to be patient to get that side of the story. And being patient is not my strong suit. No, and it could happen this week. Yeah, I, mean, I hope could, so. Something could come out this week. We I hope get... so. I imagine, you know, the holiday probably slowed things down a little bit. Because there is nothing going on right now. Yeah. We haven't had an Iowa press conference in, what, two, three weeks? Mm-hmm. There was a stretch there where they were making players and stuff. We were able to Zoom and run. Right now, though, we're just yeah. completely on they our own. We don't have just, anything to do. We're just now, we're just waiting for... Yeah. Waiting for this for the review you know, board Luke, or whatever. You got Luca's announcement, but we've already written about that. We all, everyone knows he's either going to come back or he's going to leave. Right now, he has until I believe at least August third to where he. I even think has. that's right. So um, that could go on for that could happen this week. It could go on for another month. You just don't know. I mean, there's just so much just uncertainty and waiting right now. And uh, trying to get the baseball season going, the Major League Baseball I, season going. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Now you see players, I mean, David Price yeah. opted out. Yep. Buster Posey's thinking about doing the same thing. I mean, it's just. Uh, Felix Hernandez. Felix Hernandez. Those are big names. Those are big names. Oh, it, this is just, it's just a freaking. This is just about the worst period of time in I, my can, life. I can remember. Yeah, mm-hmm. in my, yeah, in my life. And for me, it's it's worse not having my dad around to advise me. And yeah, yeah, that that doesn't. Mean, I mean, you're so used to not having your dad. Yeah, I'm still not. That's true. You know, I would like to have had my father around for a pandemic. Couple Supreme Court things. The Supreme Court says states may require presidential electors to support popular vote winners. No, that could help. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And also, God, uh, four more months of that to God, the election. Yeah, you can only imagine what he'll be saying in late October. It just—it is. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I just. And a judge orders the Dakota Access Pipeline shut down, pending a review. So. I mean, who does that help? Democrats or Republicans? I don't even know. Uh, Native Americans. 
Yeah, but who does it? Nobody cares Don't about them. Right? Like, oh, it, I'm it, kidding. It helps Democrats. Okay. Yeah, I, I was kidding. Say, I, I yeah. but it seems like everything today. Who does it help? That would be a democratic. Except, yeah, some thing. Democrats have supported it too. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like uh, I got money in that, and <laughs> leave me alone. But it could be a long, cold fall though if this review comes out and it doesn't look good. Well, and, and it might not. And then there's no football. Have you entertained the idea of Kirk not surviving this? I yes, and I, I've had to entertain it. I've had to entertain it too because I've had some some interesting conversations with people. You know, that's part of it's not just okay. Here we are involved, entangled in this thing, where the coach has been here 21 years and he's he'll be 65. And is I've had some people say, do you, do you, it, does part of you just say maybe it's time to move on? Is this a good? And I I don't really have an answer to that, but it's a conversation that's out there. Well, it this changes his uh, his story. Oh, without question. And it changes the the end of his story. I think well, what I know about Kirk Ferentz is he wants to make this right before he steps down. I think that appears to be the case, yeah. Cause he could, I, I think that um, – but at some point, do you worry that it – or not worry, wonder if it's going to be beyond his control? Um, well, it, again, it all depends on what the, the lawyers find in their, uh, in their interviews. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if Kirk Ferentz basically comes off as, uh, no, good, he's a good guy, he gave Chris Doyle too much power, if that comes out to be kind of it, then... Your concern would be that Kirk is, they're going to prove that he was way more involved and way more privy to a lot of what was going on and still yes. chose to do nothing. And if that's the case, then... You think you could then, see... Then you, I could see that maybe this would be the end for him. Because I've had some people wonder about that. If, yeah. the, if you know, God, 21 years, maybe does he even. But I do th- agree with you. I do think he wants to right the ship and yeah. does not want this to be his parting sh- memory. No, he and you can say what you want to about the coach, but he loves Iowa football. I agree. And, you know, it's a good gig, too. It's, oh, you bet. It's a great job. It's a great job in a lot of ways, and he's been the first one to tell us that. So it, it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see what comes. Now, I think we've all agreed on this that we don't think Brian will ever be the head coach here now. Do you think that's I, I unless this group comes out and says, you know, there were were two people that said uh, Brian Ferentz, blah 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 blah, but there were no uh racist connotations to his thing, it's just that he was being uh, a dick. Yeah. I don't think he'll I don't think he's got a shot at it. I don't either. No, but I, I don't either. Fair or not, I mean I'm just saying I don't I, I just think yeah. those days are gone. Yeah. Because of this. That's part of the fallout of this, I believe. You've got the Doyle settlement, not settlement, agreement. And I do think the succession plan, even though nobody's acknowledged that there was one, I just think that's going to be hard. To... Can be a, uh, Kirk's yeah. got way more to worry about before a succession plan can go. And, you know, Kirk's never acknowledged that. We've just all kind of assumed it's out there. Yeah. Um, before we go, uh, Trump has tweeted, uh, and this is, is about NASCAR. I saw this. Has Bubba Wallace apologized to all those great NASCAR drivers and officials who came to his aid, stood by his side, and were willing to sacrifice everything for him, only to find out the whole thing was just another hoax? That and flag decision has caused the lowest ratings ever, which I don't know how... Yeah, I wonder if the pandemic's had anything to do with... Um, <laughs> 
And uh, yeah, I saw that. I yeah. just. Uh, you I mean, know. honest to God, yeah. Once again, singling out. You know, it wasn't a hoax, and he had nothing really to do with it. No, they he, came to him. <laughs> yeah, they had nothing to do with I it. I just don't know why he's going down that road. Because it's race. I know, but it I don't appeals think, to his. I don't think that's going to win, though. Racist form. base. Well, I just don't think there's enough of them. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Well, anyway, hi. Hey, good morning. How, How you doing, Adam? Adam? How are you doing? Not bad. It was a good long weekend. Yep. What'd you, you do? We just stayed at home pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> you let the... out, smoke some pork. Uh, I was wondering where you were going there with that. Let the kids uh, play with some M80s or what? what? Cherry bombs? No. I, didn't no. even, hey, I, didn't, I didn't even let them play with sparklers, but one neighbor had a, just a couple of them, and I said, all right, but you got to stay really far away from each other. So I think each of them had like one or two. Yeah. But I'm not a big firework guy. I'm not either. Remember those snakes? Remember those things? I wouldn't let that happen. Yeah, either, sure. Do they still have those? Up. They still have those snakes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The ones that leave permanent black yeah. marks on your... My dad yeah. used to complain. <laughs> My dad used to complain about that. Yeah, Jesus. You know, can't you do it on the neighbor's driveway? Why mine? <laughs> I don't even like those things that they throw in the gr- on the ground. They pop because then you mm-hmm. get the little plastic uh, nah. or little paper residue. I've never understood fireworks. Yeah, I've those were lame. I'm never a big noise guy. My my brother Billy used to back in the day would drive down to Missouri and buy tons of fireworks and sell them to the neighborhood kids. So he made there you go some serious bucks. And what? How many laws did he break doing that? Uh, a few. I mean, crossing state borders, I like, child I like endangerment. Fire, I like fireworks, but uh, you know, I mean, well, you, live, you know, he I, gave us pretty I good deals. I don't so. care about fireworks at three thirty in the morning. You know. But. I stopped. I stopped caring about them at about eleven o'clock. To me, at eleven o'clock is when they should stop. I mean, it was loud the other night, man. They were. It sure was. They were going. I mean, my dogs used to just. My one dog would go down to the very corner of the long hallway in my house, and he would crawl into a little ball and just sit there and shiver during fireworks. Hated them. Hated them. So, well, Adam, um, let's should we, should we ask Adam a sports question? What do you have sports question for him, Tom? <laughs> Do you think there's going to be any major league baseball? Well, how about NBA first? I think okay, we're going to NBA. Are we going to play? Are we going to finish this NBA season? I think they will in some way, shape, or form. But I don't know. It's just going to be a little different. It's going to. Um, be- it's it's different too that you don't have all the teams participating in it, right? You only have was it twenty two of the thirty. Yeah, I think they went all the teams that were eligible for the playoffs, and then another four teams. They said because they wanted to make sure. Zion Williamson was still playing. <laughs> I think his team's in it. So it's. I, well, and I saw something on the news the other day, too. They're like, how are they going to manage his minutes? I'm like, this guy's had how much ample time off? And those guys have been working out, too. It's not like they've been sitting around. If he's not healed from his knee scope, you know, almost a year ago, I don't know how you're going to, you know, make a comeback here. No, so, I mean, he's 20 years old. I mean, the kid, if he's on his own, he's probably playing basketball for 10 hours a day, any. Anyway, I've never understood that narrative. I think they're going to play. I think we're going to – I if they play, I think we're going to have, oh, hey, two guys tested positive on our land. I think that's just going to be part of it. I think it's going to be a real short uh, rebirth of the season. I, I really do. I mean, you guys see what's happening with high school softball and baseball. Yeah. Adam, you're, I mean, there's teams shutting down left and right. Hey, sure you is. see all these Twitter tweets about, oh, our, go, our game with so-and-so has been canceled. Initially, they don't list any reasons. It's all COVID. It's not – it, it basically, if one player tests positive or a coach or anybody affiliated with a team, they shut, they down, shut it down for 10 days to two weeks. You're seeing that happen all over the place. 
it's it's the world we so, live in. So yeah, right? I think yeah, no, I hear, and, and with social media, you get it so quick. You're yeah. you're starting to see all around the state where it's happening, when it's happening. Yep. you know. And then you look yeah, at there's no secrets. You look at Lucas' situation. I sometimes convince myself that he's leaving due to the pandemic, and then I also convince myself that he's staying because of the pandemic. I can go both ways on that narrative. And you know, see, you think, know uh, you're in uh, Solon, of course, involved in Solon. We will not be doing games. Um, we've canceled. Uh, our schedule of games there simply because there's no social distancing. No social distancing, and yeah. the crowds are not... Well, I wasn't going to go to the game the other night because, remember, I was warned by Ray that yeah. they were not going to allow us to social distance. They were going to stick us right near... I'm just not going to... 55 yeah. years no, old, and... I'm not going to go out and do it. It's not no, worth it. No, it's not. And, you know, you have to be 100% comfortable or do not go. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why some schools social distance and others don't. To me, that should be across the board. Don't you agree? It, it should be, but it, it's leadership. I mean, look at your your governor is not manda- mandating masks, and in fact, has kind of threatened the mayors who yeah threatened the mayor of Muscatine. Well, saying what? Saying uh, what she's doing is illegal. She's saying what she's doing is is forced by emergency and is legal. Uh, she's got one opinion, and they got the other. And, but uh, yeah, if, I can't send anybody out to do anything Mm-mm. if if they are not comfortable. No. Sugar not Ray was still willing to go, though. He was willing to bathe in COVID stew just to call a baseball game. <laughs> yeah, I understand that. Sugar but Ray. I, he, he I, I, felt real bad when I talked to him this morning. I said, "Look, if you're not comfortable, yeah. absolutely." Well, the game, not. the game got rained out anyway, so it didn't matter. Yeah. They didn't play the game, so. We wondered if you know he could go with binoculars and do it from Adam. Like Terry Mullen, with Terry Mullenbrook. <laughs> so Adam, what's your gut? Has your gut feeling on Luca changed at all? What do you think? No, I, I still think it's going to be tough for him to get drafted. I mean, I I don't know what all the experts are saying, but you know, in some of these drafts, he's not. If you're not in the first round, I've not seen him in the first to, round in any mock draft. I've yeah, seen him in so the. It, go ahead. It's really hard. Well, it just. That second round's not guaranteed. No. And, you know, we've seen it with Aaron White and a few other people. I mean, you can get drafted, but then, you know, a year or two overseas, and they still have kind of your rights. So I I just think, uh, I'm not saying another year he needs it, but I definitely think it's going to be from, I mean, he's going to be arguably one of the, you know, one or two guys up for player of the year. Mm -hmm. He's going to have a lot more focus on him, I think, throughout the entire year. And Mm -hmm. Iowa should be a very good team. You know, if we make a run and, you know, make a run at one in the Big Ten and have a shot at really going deep into the tournament and Luka's leading the way. I agree. Um, I think he's a first-rounder if he does that. Okay, now you've convinced me that he's going to stay. I like it, yeah. Of, <laughs> well, and it's hard for him to go out and showcase his stuff to the NBA guys right now. They can't really get up close and personal with him right now, can they? Mm-mm. Well, and, and that kind of happened with me, too. You know, I, when I was here, sometimes we just you're – not, you're not at a Duke or a North Carolina or a Kansas and you're – you know, it doesn't mean that you just need that a little bit of uh, exposure where you go in and work out with some of these guys and some of those guys that are getting the attention. Mm-hmm. That helped me tremendously being able to go one-on-one with these guys or play on a two-on-two, you know, style pickup game where you, you're constantly getting, um, you know, to showcase yourself amongst some of these guys that are, you know, rated much higher than you. Can you and I think that's where Luca. Can you recall a two-on-two? I just think he hasn't had? had the opportunity to do that yet. No. When he does, it'll it'll be a big deal. Can you recall a two-on-two or something you had that kind of helped you? You think? Can you refer back to one? I really, to be honest with you, I didn't really have a bad workout. I think when I got there, I was able to show at my athleticism, my speed, 
and I just think, you know, being able to shoot, I, I had some really good workouts, whether it's, you know, obviously in New Orleans, who ended up drafting me, but had a really good workout in Chicago, had a really good one with um, uh, Minnesota, uh, out west at Golden State, I had a pretty good workout. I mean, just every one along the way, even Dallas, I had a good one. I was trying to go against some of the guys that I know that were going to be first-rounders, and a lot of times those guys just won't, don't want to do an individual mm-hmm. one-on-one where they're not going against anybody. Um, you know, so they don't drop. But there again, I think when people will see Luca face to face, see him match up with other guys, and just see what he can do with his skill development, I think it's going to be hard to keep him off an NBA roster. You know, if, if he can showcase that. No, I agree. I mean, yeah. just I mean the fact that he's almost seven feet and can shoot threes. I mean, there's just not a lot of guys that can do that. And 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 I think he'll outwork them too. I mean, that's yeah. another thing too at that level. Some of these guys. I mean, you, you look at his workout routines and. You know, even Fran and the staff has always commented on he is, you know, one of the first ones in the gym, last one to leave, just constantly works. And we see what he does on the court. That really will translate when you get into some of those workouts and he just is relentless. I mean, that's a guy where you're like, hey, we can play him five, ten minutes a game. Um, he's going to be worth it. So he, he, it's, all... it's just a, it's unfortunate for him that he's not getting that opportunity just yeah. yet. And maybe he won't. Um, until next year. But, but fortunate for Iowa fans. It may help us. Yeah. yeah. Selfishly, it may help us, Iowa fans. So are either of you guys, have either of you guys heard anything coming out of the practices they've had yet? I have not. Adam, you heard anything? I have not. I, to be honest, I think a lot of it has been virtual where they get kind of a workout routine that they, they've got to do, and maybe they do it in small groups. Yeah, That's I don't think they're I've doing heard. it. Yeah. And I don't think the coaches, as of yet, maybe – this week or next week, they, they get a little more hands-on with the, mm-hmm. the players and can be there. But I think a lot of it's been virtual. Yeah, and I don't think there's been a lot of five-on-five and okay. stuff like that. But, I mean, but again, I don't know. I'm not over there. And, and um, it will be interesting to, interesting to see. What, Adam, who was pick number one in the draft you, you, you came out? Do you remember? It was Greg Oden. Greg, yeah. Greg mm-hmm. Oden. Wow. Wow. Yeah, what a what a kind of well sad story, but he still made enough money. Hopefully, he and I didn't he go back to Ohio State to get his degree, and he was yep. an assistant coach. And uh-huh. went, okay, yeah, yeah. Greg Oden. What's Mike. funny is uh, it's funny. I went to in one of my you know I was going. I think I worked out for thirteen different teams, but I think my second visit was Portland, and I had a pretty good workout up there. And they brought me in, and the head coach sat me down. And he's like, hey, he goes, um, you know, we're not really looking for a shooting guard just in the second round or anything, but. Um, you know, if we needed you to come back, would you come back and do another workout? I said, yeah, absolutely. And he said, I really would like to know, you played against Ohio State, what did you think of Greg Oden? Because we got the number one pick this year. And I just flat out told him, I said, I think you'd be a fool not to take him. Because mm-hmm. I said the game that he played with us, he had, I think he had hurt his right hand or maybe broke it mm-hmm. and then started shooting with his left hand and even shot free throws, I think above 50%, and just – still had like 20 and 20 on us the night we played at uh, Columbus. I'm like, he's one of the best big men I've ever seen. I don't know how you don't take him number one. Well, you look back on the careers, Kevin Durant was number two. And, you know, just one of those things where you, you never know a guy's going to be injury plagued and no. never really have a career. But No, that's the thing. Yeah, Greg, hopefully yeah. I didn't give too bad of advice there. <laughs> well, in fairness, I think a lot of people agreed with you back then. And, I mean, Greg Oden was sort of a poor man's version of Bill Walton in a lot of ways. I mean, Bill Walton had more time to show how great he was. Oden didn't. But you're right, Adam. When Oden was healthy, there were times where he just dominated games on defense for Ohio State. You couldn't get near the rim. No, he'd block everything. And even when he got that ball down low, 
I mean, even if you fouled him, he was going to go up and just go right through you and dunk the ball. He, we just haven't had a lot of good big men in college um, like him because usually they've gone straight to pros. Mm-hmm. He was special, and it's too bad he really didn't get the the career that I think he deserved in the yeah, NBA. Yeah, yeah. Sad story. Yeah, sad story. Yeah. So, anything else, Tom? Before what are the stock markets doing? Hey, it's roaring. Huh. Having a good couple of days here. Last week was good. Today's starting off good. We'll take it. All right. I agree. All right. All right, Adam. Thanks, man. Here's thanks, Adam Halaska, Wells Fargo Advisors with the markets. Hey, good morning, everyone. Uh, stocks rose on Thursday. That was the last trading day uh, before today. Uh, it was a Thursday as investors digested an upbeat monthly jobs report. On uh, Thursday, the Dow added 92 points to close out the holiday shortened week with a 3.3% weekly gain. Uh, the S&P 500 rallied half a percent on Thursday, but ended the week 4% higher. And NASDAQ Composite climbed half a percent as well on Friday, or excuse me, on Thursday, and extended its weekly advance to 4.6% last week. Nine of 11 sectors did finish in positive territory, with real estate and communication services groups the lone laggards. The energy sector outperformed as crude gained 1.1% on Thursday to close at $40.25 a barrel. In corporate news last week, Tesla jumped 8.2% after delivering more than 90,000 cars in the second quarter. Uh, That 90,000 number was higher than the 72,000 that analysts were expecting. Uh, Looking at the market here today, U.S. markets are higher as investors hold on to their convictions for a strong economic recovery from the coronavirus pandemic. Bullish sentiment from Beijing overnight also helped lift risk sentiment. Uh, China's Shanghai Composite did close at its best level since February 2018 um, on its biggest jump since 2015 after a state-owned newspaper published a front-page editorial indicating that the government's support in fostering a healthy bull market. All right, so that means that the Dow is up 277 this morning, uh, S&P 500 is up 37 points, and NASDAQ is currently up uh, 179 points here in early trading. In corporate news this morning, Berkshire Hathaway Class B shares are up 2% after agreeing to acquire Dominion Energy's natural gas pipeline and storage uh, in a deal worth nearly $10 billion. Elsewhere, Uber Technologies is rising 3.7% after announcing a $2.65 billion all-stock deal to buy food delivery app Postmates. Uh, once again, this has been Adam Holoska with Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. If you're in the Iowa City, Coralville area, we can be reached at 319-338-3799, or you can always come in and see us. Adam Holoska, Corey Urian, Ted Stoley, Scott Higgins, and Karen Jackson. We're at 501 12th Avenue, Suite 201 in Coralville, Iowa. You can hear KCJJ on all your devices through the TuneIn app. Powered by McDonald Optical at the Iowa City Marketplace. From SevereStudios.com, I'm Corey Hartman with your KCJJ forecast. For Monday, some patchy fog to start the day, otherwise mostly sunny at a high of 91. Slight chance of an afternoon storm. Monday night, mostly clear, low of 71. On Tuesday, slight chance of a storm with a high near 91 again. For Wednesday, look for sunny skies, a high of 93, 89, and stormy on Thursday. That's the forecast on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Right now, it's 82. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. one 800 
800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... Some days are made for pushing hard, busting through the chop, and working for every single fish you put in the boat. Other days, you just want to grab a rod, soak up the sun, and land a few bluegills. Maybe you'll come home with dinner, and maybe not. Either way, when you love fishing, they're all good days. Shields knows the feeling, and our experts are here to help you get what you need, no matter what kind of day you're looking for. Shields, right there with you, in-store and online at Shields.com. Hey, Cedar Rapids, are you ready for a new place to eat and party? Say hello to Jimmy Z's Bar and Grill. Jimmy Z's is open for lunch and dinner. We'll deliver their full menu featuring delicious pizza, tasty hot wings, juicy burgers, sandwiches, and lots of ice-cold craft and domestic beers. Jimmy Z's is a perfect place to meet your buddies after work, on the weekend, or really any time. So when you're hungry or just need to relax with a cold beverage of your choice, make it Jimmy Z's. 112 2nd Street Southeast in downtown Cedar Rapids. Jimmy Z's Bar and Grill. Cedar Rapids' new place to gather. Beer, food, and friends. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional, transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. You see the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. If you're looking for a reliable, affordable lawn care service, you need Cowboy Lawn Care. Cowboy Lawn Care specializes in lawn mowing, weed eating, cleaning flower beds, trimming trees, spring cleanup, and much, much more. Cowboy Lawn Care guarantees their work and are fully insured. Call Johnny at Cowboy Lawn Care at 331-5520. That's 331-5520 for complete, affordable lawn care. Cowboy Lawn Care. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert. And I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology value and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite TV experts. Hi, this is Bill 
Leichtring of the Akshukin. Our doors are open again. Although the way we serve you is different, we're still here and ready to welcome you. We've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe. What hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family. Our Akshuk family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food, attention to detail, and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years. Those values are now more important than ever. Now serving family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Akshuk home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Akshukin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Akshuk family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon. And we'll be glad you're here at the Akshuk Inn in the heart of Amana. From the Hurtin and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtin and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. Uh, hogfanatic.com. Yeah. Uh, in the chat room, listen to the washed up walk. Walk ons. It's a podcast. Okay, with James Daniels and Lomax, it was very good. Yeah. I've heard this. Never heard it. Never heard no. it. What did he say? That someone in the chat room said that the washed-up walk-ons with James Daniels and Jordan Lomax was good. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, we've tried to get James on, but he won't. He said that's the only one he's doing. I can get it, former, uh, former yeah, players. Yeah, I have not listened. I listen to part of it. Who does that? It's three former Iowa football players. Okay, I never, um, never heard. Let's of them. see the uh, um, Ward. I can't remember his first name. His brother Kevin. Kevin Ward, um, Drake Kulik, and the long snapper. I got his name. Um, Tyler Kluver. Those yep. three do it. And yeah, I've heard it was good, and they're the only ones to get James. So more power to him. Um, I was told by Lashawn that we had a ninety-seven percent chance of not getting James on the race. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my cue to quit asking. Probably closer to 100, I guess, LaShawn. Yeah. So I quit asking, and in fairness, that's the only thing interview James has done. And he said on the podcast, uh, I listened to about 20 minutes. It was about 90. It was a long one. It was like 95 minutes. I listened to about 20 minutes of it, and basically it was James basically saying that as a black student athlete here, you're basically you're stripped of your identity when you get here. There's nowhere you can go to escape. And he thought football would be that place, but it was football is no different than anywhere else here. That's mm-hmm. the gist of his complaint. And I think there's a lot of credibility to that. Yeah. I really do. Hello. Yeah, switching back to basketball, I don't know about the men, but I did an uh, interview with Lexi Civilian yesterday, and she said uh, they're working out four times a week. Um, they get their temperature checked every time they go into Carver. Mm-hmm. And she said that Caitlin Clark is the real deal. She said she's only been here for two weeks, and she's the most crafty, uh, confident freshman she's ever been around. She said they're they're starting to compare already to Kathleen Doyle. Mm. So uh, sounds like Iowa's got a pretty good one there. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah that's. I haven't seen her play much, but boy, I'm sure excited to watch her play. Well, you know, she went to a great high school. Well. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, everything's going well. I think they got tested right away when they all came here. They did. I think they got uh, tested twice. I think think they got tested over twice over like a three- or four-day period just to get going here. 
Yeah. From what so, I was told. Anyway. So. Yeah, I just wanted to bring you guys. Okay, thanks. Appreciate that. it. Great, thank you. Okay. My eyes. Did you guys read what Nasir Bolton posted on Twitter about why he left Penn State? Uh-uh. That's so hard for me to read. Can you read it? Well, who's got for the? Uh, and he's going to play for Iowa State. He right? already has. My eyes aren't very good, and it's so small. A noose around my neck is what he called it. He basically said that Pat Chambers used that phrase while disciplining him about having a noose around. And he's, and you know, and that there was, and Pat Chambers has admitted using that phrase. And he said that you know, from that moment on, he that's part of why he left. He obviously didn't like. He goes for the past year, many have questioned why I left Penn State after my freshman year. I was a scholarship athlete on the men's basketball team. I got playing time. I started part of the season and was on the dean's list. I formed many friendships at Penn State that I will maintain that I maintain today. However, no one ever stops to consider that there is more to a college athlete than the sport. We are humans. We are young men and women, and in my case, I'm a young black man first. A noose around my neck is why I left Penn State. Head coach Pat Chambers, the day after his one-game suspension on January 17, 2019, in talking to me, referenced noose around my neck, a noose symbolic of lynching, defined as one of the most powerful symbols directed at African Americans invoking the history of lynching, slavery, and racial terrorism. Due to other interactions with coach, I knew this was... This, this was no slip of the tongue. God, it's so hard to read this. I'm sorry. I reported this immediately to my academic advisor. I confronted Coach Chambers. I spoke directly with the AD's office. Myself, my parents contacted the AD's office in writing and by phone. My parents drove the five hours to Penn State to meet with the AD's office and Coach Chambers more than once during the time Coach admitted to what he said. I was provided one meeting and a phone number to text with a psychologist, I was ta- I was taught ways to deal with Coach Chambers' personality type. It goes on, but I mean, okay. What do you guys think of that? That's just that's. I think that's crap. Yeah, you should not be absolute garbage. Should not be allowed. And it doesn't sound like Penn State. I mean, it sounds like Penn State. I don't want to say they swept it under the rug, but they didn't really think it was that big of a deal, obviously. I can't believe that Penn State uh-huh. would sweep yeah. anything under the rug. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, come on. I mean, it's just more of the same, just more of people in power not really having to be accountable. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it yeah. certainly is. Yeah. And I just... Uh, I find out a little more about that tweet about NASCAR. Uh, the Trump uh, 2020 car yesterday wrecked just 16 laps into the yeah. Brickyard 400. <laughs> and he, he was pissed. Did you see the video? Did you see the video out in Martinez, California, of the white couple trying to paint over the yes. black bureau yeah. that was approved by the city? Right? Yeah, and it was wow. That was just listening to that guy. I mean, saying about you know Abraham Lincoln's the only reason you're free. I mean, come on. I mean, it's it's just like we're going back to the 1920s. The speeches were just ridiculous. I didn't listen to them. I I, I, I didn't listen to them, but I got the I read. I read them, and it's just, you know, the country was born out of uh, protest and insurrection. That's what it was born. What I don't get, though, is he's ripping the left, he says, for being treasonous and destroying our country and for being traitors, and yet he's defending the Confederates who openly did commit treason. Yes. I don't get the double standard. See, everything is to playing to his base. Yeah. Everything. But what is the advantage to 
defending the confederacy confederacy to hold on to the 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 racist it's a racist uh and primarily southern yeah uh support that's what it's. That's, that's what, what it's it is. There for. I mean, they wanted to succeed from our nation. They yes, wanted. They did. They did. They over. They because they didn't want to give up slavery, and yet now we're supposed to. Why are we supposed to keep revering them with time? I don't know. Somebody put it, 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 it just perfectly, because uh, he keeps saying this is our history. Our history. He goes. Civil War lasted four years. The Golden Girls was on the air for eight years. And replays are on all the time. They had a Golden Girls on 792, a marathon. <laughs> so, I mean, I, what's our... What's can we our, all agree the Golden Girls were not a good show? Suter, you didn't watch it. You, uh, oh it was okay. God. I watched it. My God. I, it, was, it was okay. Yeah, it was I okay. give you guys the music. <laughs> I'm over, I am willing to overlook the music, the Mindy Stewart's and whatever, the... It but was th- okay. It was, this, yeah, it was. This okay. one hurts a little bit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> this one hurts. I'm not the sure. The Decades Channel was showing nothing but Untouchables all weekend. The old Untouchables mm-hmm. series. <laughs> Hello. Morning, fellas. About uh, people taking down monuments and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, so George Washington, they're, they're saying um, that he might be might be next. So I'm I don't agree with that. It's going to happen. I don't agree. With, I don't agree with that. I, I I think the Confederacy clown should be taken down, but I don't think Abe Lincoln, George Washington. No, no. no. I mean, yes, he had slaves, but I get that. But well, he still everybody was, had slaves. Yes, he's still our first president. I don't agree with taking stuff down like that. I just want the Confederacy, the racist Confederate people. I don't have a problem with them. And and George Washington also freed yes his his slaves. Yes, and Abe Lincoln. Why would you take down anything to do with Abe Lincoln? I'm is that what you were saying, caller? That you don't agree with that, or what? What What are you saying? Well, I was just wondering who they're going to put on the one dollar bill if if that if that succeeds, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah well, there's too much of. I, I mean, don't know. I'm I'm willing. <laughs> no, no, I would I like know. to see Harriet. I would like to see Harriet Tubman on the twenty dollar bill over I Andrew Jackson. Th- yeah, yeah, I think that you know. I mean, everything goes too far. Too far, yes. And uh, you know, Washington and Lincoln and things like that. No, but but. Uh, Robert E. Lee, there's yes. There's no reason to celebrate the Confederacy. No. And the only no. reason these things went up, they did not go up in the in 1900 or 19. They went up when FDR started preaching equality. Yes. And they went up in the South in the 1930s and 40s, and then they subsided with the war. And then uh, as the Civil Rights Movement of the 1960s came about, they started putting them up again. Uh, so this these monuments aren't uh, you know century old monuments. Yeah. They were monuments to shove it in the black person's face, basically. I agree. They were yes. Mm-hmm. And, and they should come down. Let them, put them in a museum if you care enough to see them. Put them in a museum. Oh, yeah, I have no problem with that. Put it all yeah. in a Confederate museum. You can do yeah. whatever you want with it. Pay just pay. Well, taxes. they have one. Just yeah. pay taxes on it. You know. Yeah. So, any thoughts, caller? Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. Just you know, put them to where it's not going to offend anybody yeah. by being right in their face like that. Yeah. And uh, about the Golden Girls, man, I, I got to disagree with you. Those are some sexy broads right there. In fact, I think I'm going to stream it. So. Yeah. Have a good one. Amen, brother. Okay. All right. All right. This is we're we're gonna we got a topic to discuss now. I will not fight very hard for the Golden. Okay. Girls, okay. Betty White in her day. 
Oh, oh yeah. she without oh, question. Yeah. Oh yeah. Golden years weren't her day though. She was like eighty when they she's a hundred now, right? Yeah. So she was seventy five. She's almost a hundred. Isn't she like ninety seven? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. Okay, her day. Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah. But B. Arthur, no. No, no. not B. Arthur, but Rue McClanahan. I'm not going. She, she was the, kind of the whore on that show, yeah. right? She yeah. was the whore, but she was hot in her. She was the whore. She was the golden whore. She, she, that would have been a good show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she was hot in she her was day. The, okay, I don't. I, I don't. Yes, so was Aunt B. And so was Estelle Getty. Yes, she was. the mother. Okay, she but now we're going on. back to what, like, all those, still Getty wasn't as old as we thought. Uh-uh. uh-uh. She, wasn't she wasn't much older than the... No, she was younger than, uh, than some of... She wasn't very old. But B. Arthur, where are we going with that? Oh, I would probably pass on B. But... What's her sexy, her voice? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and in all fairness, B would have passed on all three of us. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, in all fairness. Thank Listen, God. B. Arthur would have showed up for her interview. <laughs> yes, that's true. You're saying in your day you wouldn't have felt confident you could have bagged B. Arthur? No. I, I would not, say my chances would you're have been you know, slim. No, she didn't look awful in 1973. What did she talk like, though? Did she talk like Hank down at the I, gas station? Actually, she wasn't bad looking when she was young. The captain's already got photos of her. I am. And I... And I uh, I have to excuse myself. No. <laughs> but I'm telling you, there is a Golden Girls Marathon. It was on all day yesterday. Did you I'm watch? No, no. Oh, it's no. on all. It's on I, every I, Sunday. I hate that show. It's I, on every Sunday, and it's on Logo too. There was a Married with Children. Uh, that there's uh, been a Roseanne and Andy yeah. Griffith Marathon. I watched the Married with Children. I, two and a half men yesterday morning. There's a two and a half men marathon. Yeah. Everybody loves Raymond Marathon. A lot of marathons. Pass. Going on. You never Pass on all of them. I didn't mind Everyone Loves Raymond. I don't watch I it anymore. I gave it a, a run. Show. I think I saw maybe one. I, I watched a, good, a lot. That was a good show. I just, yeah. You didn't like Two and a Half Men? I liked it with Charlie uh, Sheen a I never, little. I don't think I've ever seen a Two and a Half Men. I, not much, though. It wore on me. I kind of liked it. I liked both. I liked both incarnations. Yeah. Um, and I love Married with Children. I like that in its day. I know day. that was your... Yeah. I, I watched that a lot in its day. Now, I thought it was maybe on a little bit too long. Like, didn't Roseanne run too long? Yeah. I, no, liked, I, I, I liked it when they'd assume the Fox viewing position. That was good. I thought, King of, I thought King of Queens ran too long. I thought by the end of King of Queens, it was getting stupid. Hello? Hello? It's not goodbye. Yeah. Hello, goodbye. Good Beatles yeah, song. Yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. Did he hang up or what? I hung up. He wasn't going to talk. No, we're not yeah. going to play any games here. Yeah. He, he said hello, didn't he? Stupid. Yes. And then he pulled it. it, it just like Wadley yesterday. <laughs> so he'd go on. And well, he said one more word <laughs> than uh, Akram Wadley said to Rob. <laughs> yeah. That is just. Or us. That really does, you know. And I. That's just crap because rob got on there and you know and and was hawking this and well he should have if yes he but that's when i said and we're not going to get him because why is he waiting why is rob waiting till tuesday afternoon to have him on because to me if you don't get the first or second interview in a situation what's the point yeah uh, i mean if rob talked to him on tuesday i, I told you i go i don't want to have him on wednesday uh-huh. i don't care no you know i, I mean to, to be honest with you now i've moved on i mean we get i don't care if he goes on other i mean you guys have decided you don't want him on don't want and him. 
Uh, well, it's, it's yeah. I've just I I've decided I'm not extending any more invitations. No, I don't blame if he you. He would call up. He's on. But other than that, I'm not extending. No, any I don't invitations. blame you. I, I mean, the fact that he yeah. didn't even respond. At least, like Tom said, at least Robert Green did respond. Yeah, yeah. You know, Akron didn't respond to Tyler. He hasn't responded to two or three of my tweets asking for at least just talk to us. Just say you know, give us a an answer. You know, then we'll go away. That's all we were wondering. Mm-hmm. When you don't get an answer, you just wonder what. The motives are. Well, okay. You wonder what the vo- the motives are, but even without the answer, when he tells someone he's going to, he, he evidently, Rob's not going to go on and say, I got this guy on, if he doesn't have oh, assurances not. he's going to have him on. And then he, he comes on Twitter and he says, well, we're, I'm, you know, uh, shoot me your questions and all this yeah. crap. And then like an hour later, uh, Rob's out and everybody else says, it's a bunch of crap. That's just a bunch of garbage. He's out for uh, money. That's what he's out for. Uh, and he's out for uh, Ference's neck. And he shouldn't decide that. I mean, uh, that advisory council will decide what, it's, what it decides. And that's what you're going to have to live with. Yeah. How much input do you think Gary Barta should have in deciding what goes on here? Some. I think a, a fair amount. I mean, he's Yeah, I mean, he's... he's AD. Yeah. And I think, I mean, it would be a very bad look to have this independent group, and it would be a bad thing for him to ignore their findings. You know, I mean, if they come out and they just lambast Iowa, and then Gary says, well, yeah, we're going to do sensitivity and what have you, that, that would not look good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You think anyone's going to lose their job over this? Other than Chris Doyle? Oh, yeah, other than Chris Doyle. Uh What's his that posted the GPA? Seth Wallace? Yeah, he should lose his job. That's, we've talked about that before. Assuming all that's true, and we have no reason to believe it's not true, why would Jack Kallenberger lie about something like that? Well, Hello, Mr. True. Hunter. One. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi, my name's Melissa. Hi, Melissa. My name's Tom. Uh, <laughs> what nice can, to talk to you. What can sure. we do for you? Well, you're a little off of the topic now, but I wanted to just address your Golden Girls <laughs> conversation. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> I see you guys already know what I'm going to say. Are you going to rip me for so not liking I them? Just, I just, it wasn't just about you liking them. It was, you know, just as talented females instead of talking about the quality of the show you guys reduced it to how sexy they were and i just think that in this day and age um there's a lot more to talk about those ladies than their sex appeal fair enough i'll give you that and i didn't like the other stuff about the show either sex appeal aside i just thought it was a boring premise it's it's like okay i'm the golden girls age about right now okay there and that's all we think about is how sexy we were which i wasn't but we think we were but i get what she's saying oh, yeah. yeah fair yeah. enough i mean jan's called us out for that captain oh yeah i know and we're sexist okay. well we're, we, we, are we sexist pigs is that what kind of you're suggesting uh i would never call anybody that okay but no, I just, I just, uh, I just think they deserve a little bit more respect than what you guys are giving them. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Their careers have oh, certainly right. been far, 
Far better than ours. What's B. Arthur's net worth, Captain? Is she still alive? No. No, oh, she's not? No, okay. they're, all, they're all dead. Except for Betty White. Betty White's the only one that's alive. Oh, but, but, yeah. but, ma'am, I, 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 t- everything you say, I... Can I, only imagine what, I can only imagine Betty White's response to your guys' comments. I would still maybe do Betty should, White. Maybe you should tweet at her. <laughs> Did you just hear what Captain said, man? I would still do Betty if I wasn't married, and I'd still do Betty White. Uh, <laughs> I can. Oh my God! <laughs> you guys just can't. You just can't get that out of your mind. I did. I said hey, nothing. I said nothing about doing this Betty White. This was all Captain. Captain. I just, He's just being honest. He's being transparent. Attractive. He's being. Uh-huh. Uh, her, uh, be, well, be Arthur. You can. You can be. You can be as honest as you want to be, but maybe some things you shouldn't okay. air. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Your All right. Thanks, guys. You, your complaint is noted. Yep. Your complaint's noted. Hey, I'll be the first to admit I am far yeah. from perfect. Too I mean, much, I sometimes too much I yipping. Sometimes I say things and <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, yes. Uh, okay. You shouldn't air it. Well, I, that's what I thought. I think Betty White's very attractive. And then, I don't think there's anything wrong with you saying that. Yeah. But I also don't think there's anything wrong with that lady calling up and no. calling us out for they, being no. absolutely sexist pigs, even I though she didn't go that I far. I hear that at all. I was sort of just having fun. I've always joked about, hasn't there always been sort of a running joke that B. Arthur's been sort of... B. Arthur had a net worth when she died of $8 million. Wow. That's all? I, that's what the I would have expected I would have expected more, but I would love to have a Rue net worth. Rue McClanahan had $5 million. Okay. Dollars. What about uh, Betty White? Oh, she's got to be way up there. She's made so much money. I'll since bet the, she's got. I'll bet she's thirty-five million. She's made a lot of money since the Golden Girls. Betty White. Network. But the one thing I will say about us, in defense, if there is a defense, yes, of us, forty-five we make, million. We make. Oh, oh Tommy, we make fun of everybody. Isn't that fair? Yeah, we don't yes. really yeah. narrow. Absolutely. I Hello. Mean, Including ourselves. Hey, fellas. Yeah, I called earlier about uh, George Washington on the dollar bill, and uh-huh. I, I think I started this whole thing about the Golden Girls and the sexy thing. It's so your I, fault. I apologize. It's your fault. But uh, it reminds me, I went to my therapist, and I told him, you know, I feel like a real pig lately. And he says, well, how long have you been feeling this way? I said, about a week. <laughs> <laughs> You got it, Tom. You got it. Uh, no. You're not giving him a red got nothing. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> God, who needs guests? <laughs> Hello. I think that one would call her can't satisfy her husband. <laughs> no. Jesus. No, no, no. Look what we've started. This is going in an unacceptable <laughs> direction. This is a sports program. <laughs> During a global pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Where everything's canceled. <laughs> Jesus. Cancel culture. Cancel culture. <laughs> What are you going to do? But no, I could see. I mean, because Jan called in that one day. We were, yeah, weren't we? Yes, like, over like Raquel Welch, right? Hey, excuse me. I'm sophomoric. And I am. <laughs> I, you know, juvenile, petty, <laughs> yeah. immature. I said I watched the show. I, I, I didn't have a problem with the show. Yeah. No, you actually made it sound like you had crushes on everyone but B. Arthur, and you wondered about her. B. Arthur was uh, was attractive. I mean, she's like it? a foot taller than you. Yeah. Oh, easy. Maybe more. Hell, she could... Well, she wasn't 6'6". Uh, she, <laughs> she, 
She was she was tall, <laughs> and her hair. She, not way that she, tall. She boy. wore her hair. Her hair would give her another. McCaffrey would let her play because <laughs> <laughs> he plays in positionless basketball. She could play both guard positions. Yeah. Hello. You don't discount the nice gams on Barbara's store. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, no. no, folks, come on. <laughs> Suitors, sorry, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa forgot about our callers. <laughs> did he just say Barbara Starr? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not going there. Yeah, yeah, he did. No. She's a very good professional reporter. Excellent. Excellent. And one of the highest paid at CNN. And yep. you notice, has Trump ever called her out? No. I don't think he has. You think uh-uh. he's afraid of her? Yes. He's never called her out, I don't think. No, I don't think he wants to deal with her. Because he is afraid of her. Hell, I'm afraid of her when she's on the TV. She just she looks... She is very embedded in the Pentagon. And, and I she's very good at what all, she does. They all very. trust her. Yeah. yeah. And she gets information. And usually her stories don't her. have anything to do with a political spin. They're always just no. factual stories that have something to do with our military. Yeah. To where you don't really dispute. That's interesting. But yeah. now we're talking about Barbara Starr. This has been an interesting Monday. And we could be talking about Ringo Starr. Isn't it his birthday 80. A couple days ago. He turned 80. A couple 80. days ago. 80. 80. Isn't that wow. Stu- isn't that stupid? I mean, honest to God. Well, McCartney was 78. I know. John That's Lennon just, would be 80. The whole, the yeah. whole thing is she just... Was. Ringo and John were both born in 1940. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Isn't wow. that ridiculous, though, that, to think that... And he looks damn good. He does, actually. Yeah, yeah he really does. Yeah. I mean, didn't he kind of... He had a little wild streak, didn't he, for a yeah. while, where he drank a lot, and but it looks yeah. like he's kind of... Mm-hmm. But no, well, for 80. he meant Barbara Bach, she... She ended that. Yeah, I'd quit I mean, she for, was good for... I'd quit drinking for Barbara Bach. Oh, they're still together, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've been together for a long time. Well, it's like Charlie Watts and his wife. They've been together for like 60-some years. I think that's cool. I mean, yeah, I, you I can think it's great. have yeah. a relationship endure during that type of lifestyle. Hello? You think that's where he got the idea for the song? No, 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 I don't smoke it no more. <laughs> You like that song? No. It's like, it's like a, uh, a little radio no, of America's Got Talent, <laughs> except America's Lacking in Talent. You didn't like that song, Sue? No, not at all. No, that was stupid. That was bad, Ringo? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. How about Octopus's Garden? Uh, not one of my favorites. Uh, Photograph is great. I like Photograph. Photograph I lo- super. I love yeah. Octopus Garden. Yeah. I, but no, I love Photograph. So, but. Okay, back to sports. We've got 15 minutes left. We've got to finish strong. Bring it. Bring it. Last 15 minutes, break it down. Captain, you're on. Captain, break it down. <laughs> break it down. What's that review? What's that independent review going to come out and say? I think that uh, they will be very critical of... Uh, Doyle. Very critical of Doyle. Very critical uh, of, uh, of Brian. I do believe they will be. I think that they uh, will say that uh, Ferentz didn't have enough control. I think that, yeah. But I don't think that uh, don't. they will they will roll heads with it. Um, I, I, I because I don't. I believe in you know. I'm really torn. I believe in Ferentz, and I can't. Uh, I, I can't overlook that. It's just I am very biased. In that, and I admit yeah. it. I admit it. Do you think we're going to hear the dreaded term, a lack of in- institutional control? Uh, 
I mean, I think that's what some would like to. I don't mm-hmm. think. I, I don't think it'll go that far. I don't think it will either. But I don't. I don't. I'm not. I don't have enough information. I'm just kind of going on a hunch. Yeah. I yeah. do kind of think that's the where the direction Robert Greene would like it to go. I think he would like the higher he can go. Yes. To show that this was going all the well, way. Well, I think the, that, yeah, Green and and Wadley have, you know, Kirk's got to be out. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. you know. That's, that's what they want. That's what they want. Um, I don't think it'll go that far, and I don't think that uh, he will be out. But that's. No, I don't either. Uh, part of that is I, I believe, I believe in the guy, you know. So that's, you know, but again, that's my belief. You're going to have to accept anything they come out with, but I don't. I don't think he's gone. I think, and I don't think Brian necessarily is gone. Um, but I think they're going to be very critical of him. Mm-hmm. And I don't. And I think his shot of ever coaching here is done. Being the head coach could be. Hello. Could be the first ever excessive institutional control. Uh. Just saying because it was run like a uh, boot camp. Well, in a lot of ways, yeah. Kind I of mean, a militaristic. Well, a lot of, but, yeah, but, but that's, that's football in a lot of ways. Yeah, absolutely. But it yeah. just seems like too many cases where Iowa crossed the line from that's football to that's demeaning. Yeah. No, I agree. And a lot of it, it seems like, started in the weight room and what have you. But I think a lot of it was also Brian's personality. We know Brian Ferentz likes to express himself. And sometimes does it in a less than, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, professional manner, maybe? I oh, mean, yeah. just like that woman called us out. Yeah. <laughs> she was basically pointing at me because she did not like the fact that I was suggesting that being Arthur was not attractive. And I apologize if I hurt anybody's feelings for that comment. <laughs> we apologize if we hurt B. Arthur's feelings. <laughs> Has she been dead for 20 years? <laughs> She's been dead all some time. Remember Lois Nettleton, Captain? Yes. God, is she hot. She was hot. She was hot and in the heat of the night when she was in yeah. her 70s. Yeah, I, I don't know her. Oh, you'd know her if you saw her. Yeah. Ooh, she was one of my favorites. Yeah. Lois Hello. Nettleton. She's been dead for like 20 years. Hello. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Hey. Um, I was just thinking if, uh, wondering if you thought there was anything to the uh, the fact that there's never really been a, a black quarterback under Ferentz, except for the guy that almost won the Heisman. I just, I wondered if, you could comment on it if you well, think that's on purpose or no. Or they've, in fairness, about. they've tried to recruit him, and they did have Jason, Jason Manson, Manson here. He just got beat out by Drew Tate. They did have Brad Banks. They did have Eric McCollum. They recruited him as a quarterback. They moved him to wide receiver. Now he did transfer down to a different level and ended up playing quarterback at a school in South Carolina. Marvin McNutt. They recruited Marvin McNutt. As, they recruited Marvin McNutt as a black quarterback. They recruited a lot of other black quarterbacks. They just didn't get them. So no, I'm not. And I think what it is is their pro style offense is more. There's a without being racist. There's a lot more white pro style quarterbacks. I mean, can we agree on that? And I think that's. But they have tried to get dual threat quarterbacks before. I mean, they have. Mm -hmm. So I'm not ready to go. Not saying you're going down there. I'm just no. I'm not ready to say that they have anything biased against black quarterbacks. I you almost have to have a quarterback that can. I agree. uh, I agree. No, I think that Iowa needs to. I mean. I mean, they tried to recruit the kid out of Council Bluffs, who's now down at um, Texas Christian, Max Dugan. He was mm-hmm. more of a dual threat. They've tried to get dual threat quarterbacks. They just haven't yeah. been real successful. I hopefully we do because I, I like watching them around. And I agree. Around, but like Mahomes, he's he's ridiculous. Well, Brad Banks, Seneca <laughs> Wallace. Watch. No, I I mean, God, if Iowa could get like a Seneca Wallace, think about that. 
Yeah, with a uh, Phil Parker defense, I'd be in for that. Yeah, no, I'm with and you. Me too. I've written a couple times where I think, and Phil Parker, Kendall Keith's come out and said that they would like to get a more of a dual threat because the game's changing. You need quarterbacks who can improvise. Can we all agree that was probably Nate Stanley's biggest weakness? Yes. Once the play broke oh, down, yeah. he, once the play broke down, he was finished. He had yeah, nothing to fall back on. Yeah. CJ could all run right, a little uh, bit when healthy. Other, one other question for you. Uh huh. Who who wins in a, an all time battle of a fully healthy? Stanzi Orange Bowl team and a fully healthy Drew Tate Capital One team. I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Mm. It would have been easier had he said the 0-2 team. Mm-hmm. 0-4, that's got that defense with Ross. Yeah, oh. Unbelievable defense. I'm going to go 0-4 because Drew Tate played at a level that year that was exceptional, even higher than any level Stanzi ever played at. I mean, he was the offensive player of the year. Stanzi never made above second team. And they had Matt Roth, Jonathan Babineau, Chad Greenway, Abdul Hodge. I'm going to go 4 in a good game. Yeah. That's a good I'll, question, I'll, I'll, though. I'll take that, too. That's a good question. Oh, yeah, I would agree. Now we're finished. Now we're, we're climbing back up. We're picking ourselves that off the... That was a good call. Picking ourselves back up off the mat of disgrace. Well, this, this, this one will not be a good call. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Where are we going back to? Now it's just like... Morning, guys. Is this hey. Toby Gillis? So uh, what has a better percentage chance of happening this year... Iowa scoring touchdowns on the football field, or Pat Hardy scoring on his date with Lillian. I'll hang up in this. <laughs> I have to take myself out of the answering of that question. I, I, I can't look at that question. of When he brought up my name, I wasn't sure where he was going. I'm going to say that neither are going to happen. I'm with you on that one. I can control one of those. The other yes. one I have no control over. Captain? Well, I would like it to happen. You want both to happen, right? <laughs> what would you like more, games to be played or me and Lillian playing with each other? God dang it. <laughs> well, I would I'll like go with games the games. to be played. Yes. But <laughs> if that can't happen. Look how much fun he's having. It's a Monday, and look how much fun he's having at work. If that can't it's not work when you love what you're doing, right? Is that yeah. what you guys tell yourself every yes, day? Yes, every yeah. day. Every, every day? freaking day I get in here and I go, this isn't work <laughs> at 3 in the morning. <laughs> oh, oh, God, God, man. I can't. I'm getting a guest. We need a guest on Wednesday. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work. Oh, I, Chuck Yegla can't come on until next week. We're going to have him okay. on. He's busy this week, but we'll get him on sometime next week to get some wrestling in. But I'll, I'll, be good. I'll figure out somebody for Wednesday. Hello. Uh, hey, guys. Sorry to get you back on sports. That's but, all right. Um, <laughs> the Adrian Claiborne thing is really interesting yes, to me. me too. Um, because, first of all, it would take a premier player to probably get away with that. Yes, not the same thing. He, what what he says he did right. Yep. And the other thing is that even among those kinds of players, it's probably the personality weighs into it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could have a really super black player who just isn't confrontational and didn't want to do that. So, I to me the Claiborne thing is quite damning. And I'd be I, interested in what you guys think I about that. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I tweeted it yesterday that I thought it was the most telling of all the responses because he basically just said, hey, these guys weren't re- worth respecting because they didn't respect me as a black guy, so I just treated them the same. Called them dickheads. Yeah, yes, he did. I thought that was very demeaning, but I think that's what he wanted to be. The other thing, caller, that really struck with me is you notice he didn't really suffer any loss of pl- 
it's like they let him get away with that. Did they let him get away with that because he was Adrian Claiborne, where somebody like Deontay Morrow couldn't get away with stuff like that because he wasn't as good? Yes. Well, I think that that's would be exactly my guess. Yeah. And I don't think that looks good. Yeah. That, that shows an inconsistency no. in how you do, treat players fairly. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. with you. I thought yeah, that anyway, was... Anyway, good show. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Um, do just, someone want to do... Should we read Claiborne's statement? Yes. How you guys, you and Captain, talk about what you had for dinner last night. Let me look for it. I had... Uh, Cheese, uh, a nice baguette, um, fruit, and uh, salad. Sounds like a dinner for a wuss. I had a chicken salad sandwich. Well, I had an eight-ounce fillet the night before. Oh, okay, I didn't hear that. The night before. Oh, so So, you're laying low. All right. A little bit. I had a bunch of beer and pizza. Sounds delicious. Okay, here's here's Adrian's... Here's Adrian's... um, I was called out by a former teammate, LeBron Daniel, for not saying anything because I'm a household name at Iowa. First, I'd like to say I respect your opinion, even though it's not true. My name and photo is embedded on Kinnick Stadium forever where, where, Kirk is there, whether, where Kirk is there or not. I haven't said anything because I view my experience different. I had many arguments with Coach Kaz and Doyle. Yes, I think they were way out of line and demeaning and all that. I treated the situation as what it was. They were dickheads, and I treated them how they treated me during those times, like dickheads. I never spoke on... I never spoke on all this because I didn't want to stop the movement because I believe Doyle did needed to be checked, did needed to be checked, but I couldn't provide anything new that hadn't already been said. Although I never did experience any questionable racial remarks, I definitely can say I did see it happen to teammates of mine. That's that's pretty yeah. pretty damning. That means he did see. Not only did he see the racist stuff happen to other teammates, but they tried to treat him like crap, and he just didn't take it. Yeah, and I think they were afraid to call him on it because he was Adrian Claiborne. That's yeah. kind of what he's saying. And mm-hmm. yeah, that was when I read that one. I'm like, wow, because I haven't retweeted many of these. Because we know Kaczynski was oh, was, was a, a total a hole jerk. I mean, he just coached. I don't know why football coaches always. Some of them have to coach angry all the time. I had that growing up playing in the Dowling Youth League and at Dowling. There are certain coaches just the moment they hit the field, it was tear them down. You suck. This is the way we're going to make you better. It's our way or the highway. And I've never understood that method. I really haven't. And do you think it was not effective in your case? Well, I mean, we were good, but that was, it was dowling. I mean, we were good because we were better than the teens. It wasn't because that guy was yelling. And mm-hmm. I had that back in eighth grade football. Some coaches just, I mean, just yell and well, scream. I had that. Uh, when I did baseball. Yeah, it was just, I don't understand. Just, I just don't understand it. You're nothing like your father, you puss. I mean, yeah, just, I never had a, a coach like he that. He just, uh, you know, was just as miserable. I had I had one of my best games, and um, he, he just tore me down. I just didn't understand just the coaching angry. All. And it sounds like Iowa had a lot of coaches over the last few years that coach angry. Mm-hmm. Is that... And Sounds it, like it. It just seems like Brian Ferentz so often is just pissed off at the world. And I don't get it. I don't and understand. And Doyle, it just seems like with Doyle, I mean, Doyle should have been th- so happy to have the job he had. And I don't understand why he always had to be tearing people down and be, just being pissed off. Well, just, some people are, you know, okay, I don't know whether Brian's a racist or not. But he does I, have a bad temper and he, he seems angry all the time. He has a bad temper and, he, and, he, and he's, you know, a loose cannon with his mouth. Uh-huh. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, but Doyle, it sounds like he was just a racist. 
I mean, now do you feel? I, do you think Brian, Brian feels safer because of who his dad is? Like he can get away with more, or do you think that's just Brian Ferentz? I think it's just Brian. Ferentz. You think if Brian? Yeah, if you notice though, Brian's been pretty quiet on Twitter the last couple of years. Oh yeah, yeah. Brian yeah. really hasn't been on Twitter since the press box incident, has he? Uh, no, no, I haven't seen him. But yeah. I, I don't spend much time on. But Twitter. Brian but Brian used to have a little bit of a presence on Twitter. Well, he did. He would make a little, sometimes he'd well, make Well, we snipe. were all shocked when he was on Twitter, remember, when he first came on. And, and he would he make, sometimes on. he would yeah. make some remarks that you know he was just trying to get under people's skin at times. And that's just kind of the way he operates. But you notice, though, ever since press box, he's been laying low. And if you notice, I mean, I, I don't think these football players are, it's not like everyday Iowa football players are on Twitter just challenging the world. I mean, it's been pretty, I mean, yesterday I think Keith Duncan tweeted that Iowa should have a hockey team. You know, and then I'm sure Thousands of people like that. That's that's harmless fun. So, so I think there was a worry that these Iowa players, once they got on Twitter, were just going to be on their soapbox preaching every day. I haven't seen that. Have you? No. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi. Karn. I, w- I was wondering, do you think some of these things that were done were racist, or do you think that the coaches didn't understand the bl- black lifestyle? And- both just kind of went their own way. I think it was a little of both. I think there was a lack of awareness, and I think he combined that with just the breakdown, be mean mentality. And I think the Iowa way was a boot camp military white empowerment way, and I think it just pissed off a lot of black kids. It just didn't – it wasn't the – I think the way they were recruited was different than the atmosphere when they got here. I think that changed. But I think a lot of schools lay it on thick when they're recruiting you. They make it sound like well, it's going to be I'm, way better. I'm just surprised that more people aren't coming – up through with uh, favors that well these guys were okay or but you aren't hearing much of that. What well, I'm not. What do you mean? I'm not following you. Well, <clears throat> I haven't heard many of the black uh, players come in and say, "Yeah, we had no problem and these guys were okay." I'm not hearing much of that. No. No, and my guess is there may be some blacks that that are but are reluctant to say it because they don't want to be viewed as taken away from the movement. I mean that that's just no, my that's thought. Probably true I'm sure. Too, I mean yeah. George Hawthorne came out and Quinn Early both came out and said, but they played for Hayden. Yeah, it's a little different. So, yeah. but no, it's a tough situation. I I'm not going to tell somebody they should or shouldn't comment on this situation. But we've had over 40 players come out, and they've all had a pretty consistent theme. And so we'll, well see. then you're also not doing yourself any good if you say you're going to have interviews to talk about this and then don't come out and yeah. interview. No, that was not a good look yeah. for Akram yesterday. Yeah. That was yeah. not a good look. Or for, I well, mean. you guys behave yourself and don't get into any more trouble. Okay. Thank you, Karn. <laughs> All right. We'll see you. No, Bye. we've done, like I said, we've done our, we've extended invitations. We've given them our platform and. And they. Chose. Pass. They pass. And that's, we're done. Yep. We're done with it now. So, but. But yeah, it's. Uh, do you think we're gonna hear? You think it's gonna come out this week? Watch it come out. Well, when we're I, in, I hope so. Watch it come out when we're in the air. I'll, I wouldn't mind that. I, I hope it does, and it's probably gonna be like a hundred-page thing, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. I'm not real familiar with this stuff. Should Is I try it? to get the producer of the Golden Girls song? <laughs> Is he or she still alive? I think. Oh, I think. Doubt she, it. I th- no, I think she is. Who is it? I don't think she was that old. Well, lawyers are never brief. No. They're no, going to be very be thorough. Long, it's going to be a long report. Yeah. Well, and plus, you've got to understand, the reviews doesn't have the authority to fire anybody. They can just make recommendations. The, the, exactly. I mean, Iowa's got to take it from there. Now, let's say the Board of Regents doesn't like Iowa's reaction to the review. Couldn't the Board of Regents step uh, in at some point? 
He I died. It was a man, and he died at 77 in 19, in uh, 2018. Oh, okay. But, I mean, the Board of Regents could always step in if they don't like the way something's going on, right? Yes. Don't they have that power? Yes, they do. So, but I hope, it, I hope something does break this week. I mean, I, just the uncertainty between this and that. I mean, it's like we're on hold. It's like everything's on hold. Well, everything is on hold. We can't do anything. We can't go anywhere. Everything is freaking on hold, really. I mean... If you're going to be responsible with this stuff, you got to think every minute. Well, can I go and and get food here? Can I go to the store at this time? Can I? I mean, everything is yeah. just freaking. It's a chore. You can't do anything spontaneously. No, I yeah. mean it, it you're is. Right. Hello. Hey, uh, Steve. Just a, a quick kind of a car who just called. Um, she's right, but you know, I don't think you can say. She said, is it, is it the racist or don't understand the black lifestyle? How could you be a coach in that program and not have some understanding of, of African-American kids? I mean, it's been a big part of the program forever and ever. I mean, it's either blatant, blatantly ignoring the whole situation. Well, but or, evidently they you don't did. Care, one of the two. Well, evidently they ignored the situation or they didn't care. Yeah, I mean, well, they I mean, obviously we ignored it. because they 70s, I mean, we were basketball fans. And I remember the great B.J. Armstrong and... How can you not understand that these kids come from a different world? I just don't see it. I mean, I, I don't have much contact, but I understand it. You understand. Well, you know, they did a diversity. Anyway. They did a diversity study and released it in 2019, and it pointed to a lot of bad problems. They just, I don't think they took it serious enough. I don't think they took the. And Gary Barter pretty much said it. He goes, you know, we just we we thought we were doing better than we were, and yeah. obviously we weren't. This never would have happened. Uh, with B.J. Armstrong in that era. Uh, I don't believe that blacks... Well, B.J. had a black coach when he was here. Yes. And that's when he was thinking of leaving, and the white coach convinced him to stay. But I don't think that, you know, that blacks felt comfortable enough to... Right now, they they do. Right now, they've had it. Well, I think that this George Floyd thing paved yeah. the way for this because yeah. James Daniels doesn't tweet without George Floyd because we wouldn't have been having the press conference with Kirk that's about right. the racial disparities and everything and that's when James Daniels tweeted in response to somebody else's tweet about the national anthem. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Thanks, call. I mean, it's, I, I get what the caller's saying. And, yeah. But no, I mean, this is the, the environment is right to talk right now. Plus, I've talked to a lot of former players, black and white, from Hayden's day and said Hayden went out of his way to appease black players almost to the point where some white guys felt that, you know, they got almost, were 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 treated faced bias mm-hmm. because it seems like all the black guys were that and you know Hayden I think always wanted to help minorities and always wanted to help people who had to overcome more and what have you and so no they said it was just the opposite with Hayden he went out of his way to appease the black players and did whatever he could to help them adjust to what he knew was a different culture and you know Kirk was there with Hayden for nine years so he saw that happening I still say this comes down to Kirk just got too comfortable with two or three people around him, he gave them too much power. And that's a failure in leadership. Yeah. When the people that you lead let you down, that's a failure in leadership. And I wow. think that's what we're dealing with right I now. I am we'll uh, now dealing with a failure in leadership. <laughs> you are? <laughs> no. But you're the leader here. No. Yeah. You're, you're our Kirk Ferentz. Mm, no, I'll give that to Tom. No, Tom's Doyle. No? <laughs> <laughs> No, Tom, you're, uh, you're Ken O'Keefe. 
Okay. No, but um, you know what's funny? Can I have his paycheck? Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, I think Kenny's up to 600000 a yeah. year now as a quarterback. It's not bad work if you can get it. No. That's I good. can at times be a uh, Brian. Yeah, we all can be. Yeah. But you notice you haven't heard Ken O'Keefe's name in any of this. You haven't heard Reese Morgan's name no. in any of this. I mean, those are coaches that were – now, Ken was gone for five years, but this is zeroed in on two or three specific coaches. And yeah. I don't think that's by coincidence. Uh, no. So, no. but – Well, I well, just hope – haven't heard Davis's name in it either. Greg Davis? Yeah. No. Mm-mm. No, I have not. All, all the black. Oh, he just he, made us go horizontal all the time. It drove yeah. us crazy. But it, we don't think he was racist. We just think he was boring and conservative. Yeah, the white. The, the white guys wanted to go vertical too. <laughs> yeah, everybody wanted to go vertical. We were all united. <laughs> Greg Davis united the Iowa football program. Are we ending on that? I think Shooter's yeah. done, Captain. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Pretty much. This was actually sort of a fun show today. It was. Thanks for Adam for calling in. Like I said, I'm going to work on a guest for Wednesday. I kind of want to wait because I think if something breaks, we're going to want to have a show where we're talking about. Yeah. Well, we can. I mean, we can have a guest and go on. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if something does break though. If we're going to get anyone yeah. from Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, Melissa enjoyed the, the rest of the show. <laughs> Hello. So who would win in a Jello wrestling contest, <laughs> B. Arthur or Jim Hunter? Oh. Oh. Wow. Um, well, Hunter with his surgery, I'm going to give it to Hunter. Because without it, she'd grab that hernia and she'd yank him down. <laughs> I'd go with B. I'd go with B. She's 6'6", according to Steve. <laughs> yeah. so. so you both are picking B. Arthur to beat up Hunter. <laughs> yeah. A giant of a. Yeah, 6'6". Six, six. Hello. You know, with uh, Adrian's comments, it'll just give that, that uh, representative, whatever his name is, uh, another opportunity to slaughter his name and call him Adrian Cliborne and Jonathan Porker. And, yeah, he's, yeah, he's a piece of work. You notice, though, Adrian hasn't aligned himself with him, I don't believe. I think Adrian's no. all by himself. No. No. Yeah. I just no. think he's speaking for himself. But, yeah, Mr. Green would help if he would pronounce names the right way. Yeah, it would, would help. That would help. But, no, we're done. If any other listeners are wondering, we've extended our invitations. We are not. We're done. All right. HawkFanatic.com, check it out.